This is a quote from a friend. This old baggage wouldn't come up if you weren't growing. So today we're going to be talking about embracing growth amidst some of that old mental baggage that we're holding on to. So you're going to want to stick around for today's episode. The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to Rat Race Reboot. I'm your host, Laura Noel. And as a certified coach and former 27-year military leader, each week I provide bite-sized mindset pivots that will help you reset your mind, reawaken your spirit, and regain your control. Welcome back, everyone, for another episode of Rat Race Reboot. I'm really excited you're here, and I'm also extremely excited to talk about this topic, um, about how we can embrace growth and experience growth amidst some of the mental garbage that we are carrying on. Uh, You know, some of us uh, have a lot of these mental programs or paradigms that we're aware of and that we know are stopping us from moving forward and we wish we could just kind of abandon those ideas. But I want to share with you some experience that I had very recently when I was publishing my book of some old mental baggage, some old paradigms that were kind of going, hello, I'm still here, and how I managed to not only navigate through them but actually embrace them to find more fulfillment in the journey. So this all starts with when I first learned how to redefine what success is, the word success. Now, a lot of type A overachievers, if you're listening to this, you probably are as well. We tend to define success as, hey, I set my sights on these big lofty goals. And when I reach the goal, that's success. And if I don't reach the goal, then I've not been successful. But something that's been a game changer for me in my life and in my clients' lives um, is redefining what success is. And Bob Proctor taught me, and he learned from Earl Nightingale, that success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. And I want to invite you to consider that new definition for yourself if if it isn't something that's already locked in, or at least try it on during our time together on this episode. And I'll say it again, success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. Now, hear me out on this. Now, when we tend to just in black and white define success, you've reached the goal or you've not reached the goal. You've been successful or you've not been successful. You've successfully completed it or you did not. When we tend to set things up in our mind like that, what can end up happening, and I lived this, is we can set goals that we think we can achieve or goals that are very similar to the ones that we've set previously and accomplished or goals that are just incrementally larger. And what we end up doing is selling ourselves short and we're not actually really moving forward. We're kind of moving laterally. We're not making the bounds that we could if we allowed ourselves to set a worthy ideal, a goal or a vision that's something we've never done before 
and we're willing to commit to achieving that goal even before we know how we're going to get there. Now, I used to set goals that seemed really big from the outside looking in, and uh, I would achieve them. And when I would get to the finish line, I'd go, meh, you know, where's the fanfare? You know, I, I just would kind of discount those achievements because they weren't tapping into my heart. I was looking outside of myself for validation and things that I thought I should do. I was setting goals that I knew that I could achieve. So they weren't really expanding and growing me. They weren't really exciting me in any way. So you want to get in the habit of setting goals that you don't know how you're going to get there and they're exciting and scary at the same time. And I'm telling you, there are not a lot of people who are setting goals like that. They're setting smart goals that are specific, uh, measurable, attainable, realistic, and there's a timeline attached to it. And there's a lot of elements to smart that I do like, but realistic, I would say risk. That's a risk for you. Like, I have no idea how I'm going to get there. If you understand um, the idea of that your worthy ideal is so much bigger than you could ever imagine, and you have no idea how you're going to get there, then you can apply SMART to that. But success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. Now, when I was setting the stereotypical SMART goals, and they were realistic, and they were incremental, there was not a lot of fulfillment when I would achieve them. And I felt, even though from the outside looking in, it might have looked impressive, inside, I still, I didn't feel worthy. I didn't feel good enough. I, I was this goal-seeking organism, and I had this insatiable desire to always do more, have more, be more, and it was never enough. But when you learn to set a vision for your life, that, oh my gosh, life is so much more fun and fulfilling. And another thing that I would do and that I typically find when I'm talking with people who are also type A overachievers is we put our heads down and we're just working. We're working, 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 moving toward the goal, but we're not celebrating or even acknowledging the wins along the way. Now, that's something that is ingrained in me, that type of thinking. So I either have to remind myself, stop, pause, take this in for a moment. This is a big deal. You changed your belief about something. You did something today when you didn't feel like it. I have to challenge my thoughts and beliefs all the time and just sit there in the moment and relish in it just to enjoy it. So I'm giving, giving, giving into this goal, but I'm also allowing myself to receive, receive, receive from this goal. And a lot of, I didn't know how to do that. I also surround myself with people who remind me and um, any of my classmates from William James College, you know who you are, who've um, said, wow, texted me like in this book thing, you wrote a book. That's a big deal. And I was kind of ignoring that in myself. I was like, I got to do this and I got to market and we got to set this up. And I wasn't thinking. So you want to also have people in your circle who are your biggest fans and cheerleaders and you're cheering each other on and reminding each other, hey, take a breath, enjoy this. But with that said, we can't truly appreciate the light and the gift and the accomplishments if we don't also understand, appreciate, and embrace the darkness. And I experienced some old 
crappy beliefs that um, now I embrace and love that kept emerging as I was um, getting ready to publish my book and then as I started marketing my book. So some of the things that popped up for me were I would ask people for help. So I'm not going to go into the where some of these old beliefs came from, but some of my old beliefs and paradigms uh, were no one will show up for me. I will be abandoned. I'm being too much. I'm being a burden. No one will believe me. Nobody wants to help. And so the last thing I would ever do years ago would be to ask for help or to show any sign of vulnerability, crying in front of people. I would shut all of that down and I was like a robot. And inside I was really hurting, but on the outside, nobody knew. So these beliefs based on my upbringing and my experiences growing up and throughout my life became a part of my paradigm. So what I noticed in myself, and I, and this is like the ugly part of it that sometimes we also avoid because it feels icky and uncomfortable, but I'm telling you, um, I was able to turn it around and I want to share this with you so that when you're experiencing growth and goals and goal achieving, it's never about the goal in and of itself. It's about who we get to become as we're progressing toward that goal. So yes, I've got my book here. I'm proud of it. It launched, it hit number one but, um, new release in a couple categories and I'm, wow, I'm excited. But the gift is what I'm gonna be sharing with you here. This is really what touched my heart and made me feel proud and like I emerged somebody different. So as I was asking for support from people and different communities and friends. Hey, will you um, get this Kindle version and leave a review? Will you share it? Will you post it? Um, People, will you buy my book? Will you come to my site? Will you join the community? That is hard for me. I know that I can't do anything of consequence without other people, but yet these old programs of I'm not enough, no one will show up for me, Uh, I'm not worthy, I'm going to be abandoned, like those beliefs were coming up so strong and how they were manifesting is um, I would start, instead of focusing on the progress I was making, I would focus on who didn't show up or who I thought didn't show up for me in that way. And then I would create this argument in my head of like, wow, I showed up for this person and now they're not showing up for me or wow, this person's a really good friend and God, they didn't even say anything like no, not a text, not a, and what ended up happening is as I was experiencing these feelings, I know consciously that I have so many wonderful supportive people in my life who I appreciate and love and you know they're my battle buddies and I would be there for them. I'm, I pick up the phone when they call, they pick up the phone when I call. I know that, but these are old beliefs that kept emerging and my knee-jerk reaction was to look at people who I thought weren't doing the thing that I was asking support with. And my gosh, it's so hard for me to ask for support. Is that really so hard? And wow. And then I think about some of the posts that you'll see sometimes on social media. When you're going through trouble, you'll find out who your real friends are. I don't believe that. I, that's, it's, it's a defense mechanism. It's an old belief, the not enoughness, a not enoughness. And when I was in the midst of feeling these 
feelings and thinking these thoughts, I'm grateful that I had um, uh, my husband to talk to and I was kind of bouncing some things off of him. And and he said, you don't know what's going on in that person's life, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, I know. And then shortly after that conversation, one of the people that was coming up in the forefront of my mind, wow, they didn't even say anything. (laughs) No validation, nothing. They messaged me and said, hey, I'm trying to get your book. Can I get a copy? Can you? (laughs) And I'm like, I'm telling my husband, Gary, you were right. And look, I I feel so goofy, you know, that's the truth. But this old belief kept coming up and cropping up and getting in my way and trying to pull me back to the old version of myself. And then I talked to another friend and I'm like, God, I don't know what's wrong with me. I, I should be excited. And I'm having all of these like fearful, scarcity-based feelings, and I'm, I'm looking at people in a different way, and I'm looking for the problem, and who's not doing this, instead of like, what's going right, and that's not like me. And he goes, well, if you weren't doing some stuff, if you weren't growing, you wouldn't be having these feelings. And it was like, bam, somebody just punched me in the face. It was like a ton of bricks, right? And then, in that moment, I realized that those old thoughts and beliefs aren't enemies that I should be trying to, you know, crack down on and get rid of. I should just embrace those thoughts and those old beliefs and acknowledge them because there was a time in my life where I felt abandoned, where I felt like a burden, where I felt like I was unheard, like I was being too much and people wanted less of me. I did feel that way. And those beliefs that I had of, I'm going to be a lone ranger. I'm going to do this myself because I know I can count on myself. I'm going to self-soothe because there's nobody here that can help me. Those beliefs served me. But when I embraced them, when I acknowledged them, and when I felt them, and I allowed them to bubble up, I was able to thank them for their service and let them know, hey, I'm good now. I'm good now. I had to keep reminding myself of um, the goodness that is all around me, the the people in my life who um, are not comparing themselves. They're not judging me. They want me to succeed. I want them to succeed. I have so much of that in my life. And I have myself too. And I don't need to look for external validation. I don't need these beliefs anymore. So instead, I embraced them. And when I did that, yes, the book was successful. The launch was successful. And I feel really good about that. I'm an author now, you know. But more important than that was who I got to become along the way. I realized that I shed some old beliefs that were not serving me anymore. And this is the gift. I realized that I've aligned myself with different beliefs that are in harmony with where I'm going. That's the gift. And the gift that I allowed myself to receive was not that I was putting my head down and just being in the grind and doing all the things and not even coming up for air to breathe or think. I allowed myself to do these things with order and consistency at a pace that also allowed me to ask myself, what am I thinking right now? What am I feeling right now? I allowed myself, instead of feeling shame for feeling the way I did and 
looking at people the way I was looking at them when I was in that fear-based mentality, I allowed myself to express what I was feeling, you know, and share it with somebody else who could not judge me and not make it wrong that I was feeling that way, but listen to me and, and hear and kind of give me another perspective for me to consider. So I'm telling you, when you align your, your vision for what success means, when you really redefine that for yourself, it's the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. It's more than just the goal. It's bigger than the goal. It's who you get to become along the way. You can give yourself permission to set big, beautiful goals and vision for yourself and you're guessing at the timeline, but every step you make, every pause you take to reflect on what are you thinking? Is this serving me anymore? Is this not? Can I shed this? What new belief could I adopt? You're becoming somebody else, and that progressive realization is a win. That's success. So I hope that this has been helpful for you today. Um, This this was such a gift, writing this book, this process, and it, it was so much bigger than actually writing the book itself and, and getting it published and putting it out there, um, self-publishing it. It was so much deeper than that, and it's one of the first times that I really took reflective pause to not only think about the good and the little wins along the way, but also embrace the ugliness that was coming up and just feel into it and embrace it and talk it out and share it and then consciously decide, hey, can I let this go now? So um, literally, when you set goals in this way, you get to become somebody else with every step you're moving in that direction. So I want to thank you so much for listening today to today's episode. I would love to hear your feedback. And if you go to ratracereboot.com and leave us a review, we will read that. I am I'm really looking forward to that. And if you need support in your goals, I am always here as a support. So reach out, leave me an email, and I would be grateful for the opportunity to serve you. But remember, everything is created twice first in your mind, and then in physical form. And until we see each other again, have a great week. Thanks. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.